Ellis East Elementary Walkthrough, May 18th. The Music Room. The Music Room has a polished wooden floor and is lined with built-in cabinets on the southern and eastern walls, but only the top half of the wall. The cabinets are a darker finish than the light oak floor. They appear to be a light cherry finish with brass handles. The bottom half of the wall has soundproofing carpets with the school's mascot, the unicorn. Perhaps now would be a good time to note the Scottish heritage of many of the families in Ellis Field and the surrounding area. The western wall has a line of windows, much like the windows on the external walls of all of the classrooms so far. In the southeastern corner of the room is a mahogany door with a skeleton keyhole that connects to the adjoining library. On the northern wall, there is a chalkboard which has four sets of musical staff lines and magnets that look like musical notes and symbols. Audio Diary of Dr. Anna Georgina Plume, July 15th, 10 a.m. Today is the housewarming party. I just need to run through my final checklist one last time. Let's see. Refreshments. Check. I have a variety of both alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks. There is a bar cart for mixed drinks and a kiddie pool to fill with ice for bottled water, soda, and other cans and bottles. Note, I need to put a tarp under the ice pool. Food. The village, by which I mean dad, has loaned us a popcorn machine and a snow cone station, which will go outside between the swings and the seesaws. There are catering trays to be delivered at 4.30. Sierra is bringing pizza from Pizza Depot, which will be spread out on the dining room table. The formal living room will be labeled no food zone, but otherwise people can explore freely. Parachute, ready to go. Stay off the carousel signs, fully displayed. Stay out of the basement signs, also fully displayed. Basement lock, check. Office lock, check. Archive lock, check. I found some velvet ropes in the office by the gym that I'm using to block off the bedroom portion of the house. The piano is locked because I don't want to worry about that. We've set up a band stage in the yard for Billy's band to play. They're taking care of all of the technical specifications on that, so that is good. Let's see. Anything else? I think we're almost ready. Okay, here's your tea. Thank you. And you're okay if I record this? Yep. So to begin, you are? Alexander Dijon. Principal Ellis Field Elementary School. Before the new building, I was the principal of this, uh, I mean the East Building where we are now. You can call me Alex. And how long were you principal of this particular building? Ten years. And in your time here, did anything odd happen? <laughs> this is a school building. Weird things happen here all the time. Children's antics, you know? I see. What about the basement? Anything weird there? The kids can't really go down there. If we're being honest, I am terrified of spiders. Never went down there. If anything happened to anyone else, they never mentioned it. I'd like to think I'm an approachable boss, but I'm still the boss. Fair enough. What's the story with the carousel? I'm told you put it there? Guilty. We were selling my grandfather's farm and I didn't want to leave it there. Of course, the effect was the same, since I left it in the school for whoever bought the building, but I guess at the time I didn't really think about it. Though I think someone buying a school building is probably going to be more likely to be okay with a carousel than somebody buying a farm. 
Wait, did I unfairly stereotype you? I kind of implied that you were odd. I've been called worse. And your grandfather had a Victorian-era carousel because... He restored it. It was kind of a hobby of his. Or an obsession. Uh, obsession. Did the carousel do anything odd while he was restoring it? Not to my knowledge. Okay, Alex, I hate to ask this, but... Was the carousel involved in your grandfather's death in any way? Oh, heavens no. Grandpa died peacefully in his sleep. Okay. I- I'm sorry I brought that up. Um, so here's the thing. The carousel has been behaving oddly in the time I've been here. Like, this particular carousel should not be able to spin backwards, but it started doing so rather suddenly. Would you know anything about that? I'm sorry, but I never really learned anything about the technical workings of the carousel. I wish I could give you more information. No worries. I know this is a weird request. I just asked you if the carousel killed your grandfather. I am fairly certain whatever you have to ask will be less weird than that. I'd love to see what you've done with this place. I'm holding a housewarming party in about a half an hour if you want to stick around. There'll be food. Turn up three. Yeah, turn the bass up. Okay, check. Okay, AG has given me the thumbs up. So let's get started. We are Milk Duds and the Fancy Men. This is Mild Fame. School looks beautiful. I love what you did with the library. 
Georgina, good to see you, good to see you. I brought my patented turkey queso. You can see right here, ground turkey. Lots and lots of cheese. And then some peppers and onions and mushrooms all spread about. And a little kick of hot sauce. Hi, Sam, I'm glad you could make it. There are refreshments inside, non-alcoholic of course. And I believe we set up the popcorn and snow cone stand out front. Oh, awesome. Is Henry around? I think I saw him by the stage in the ball field. Okay, I'm gonna go grab some popcorn and meet him out there. Wonderful, have fun. Stay out of the basement. Okay. Thank you for coming. I'm so glad you could make it. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome home. I brought you a gift. Thank you. Could you tell me a little about it? Yeah, so this is a wine that I found at a special little vineyard when I was taking a trip to the Smoky Mountains. It's blackberry wine, and it, it's like a warm summer day, and it reminded me of you. I think you'll really enjoy it. This wallpaper is perfect. Make sure you check out the library. I even have a guest book open there if you want to sign it. Thank you for inviting me. Having a great time. Wonderful. There's food inside, and feel free to look around the building. All right, will do. I brought a camera. I've been looking at this place for years. I've been so glad to be able to get inside. Tell me more about this color choice. I love it. Thank you for coming. I'm so glad you could make it. anyone heard the most recent PA outburst, so that's good. Georgie, have you had anything to eat yet? You've been running around this entire time making sure everything is okay. Why don't you sit down, and I'll get you a plate. Thanks, Dad. But have you noticed anything weird? No. What, what's wrong? Something just feels off. Dr. Bloom. Hello. Wait, why are you here? Dr. Bloom, great party. Thank you for inviting me to stay. I simply must get that apricot scone recipe. Principal Dijon, how are you? Wait, you know each other? Yes. Sophia was our best volunteer when the school was in this building. It's a shame her work schedule changed and she can't volunteer here anymore. Yeah checked it out and yeah, you're right it's it's not going backwards anymore it's going forwards again so it's probably safe to use but i'd still be careful if i were you daryl daryl this is principal dijon his grandfather restored the carousel principal dijon this is daryl the carousel repair technician i bet you two would have a lot to talk about you get that uh, name from your dad it was definitely my father's same here my my father's name is daryl he's daryl senior you know who his claim to fame was in 74, he saw Bruce Springsteen in concert and told him, yelled out, that he was mispronouncing Calliope. See, Calliope is what the songs are with carousels and circuses. Really? The Calliope is the goddess who's named after. Really? That's fascinating. You volunteered at the school? I'm 
I'm not sure what to think about that. What brings you here this evening? You are very close. Keep looking. Go back to the letters. I will look into that as soon as I can, I promise. It could get dangerous if you don't hurry. Alternatively, if you know something, you could just, well, tell me. You need to discover for yourself. The letters. Now. We might not have very long. Audio diary of Dr. Anna Georgina Plume, July 15th, 6 p.m. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm the host, for goodness sake. What could there possibly be in a 120-year-old journal that can't possibly wait for another day? Yes, sure. Manifestation of the school's consciousness crashing the party, and then not even having the decency to tell me what she wants. <sighs> this better be good. Okay. There are two more entries in Lucy's journal and another folded piece of paper. Might not have been there before... And I'm beyond quibbling about how any of this works. Entry dated October 7th, 1899. Over the last two years, the basement has been angry. Algernon has been angry. His death has left its mark on the school. That is not to say the spirit of the building has changed, but at times it seems as if it is at odds with the anger of Algernon's ghost. I of course do not mean his literal ghost, but the impression he left. The anger, the pain, the trauma from his death. Yet at times it seems as if his consciousness is also present, especially near the basement. To its credit, the school seems to be doing what it can to contain his anger, and yet at times I feel a sense of it growing weak. Or he is growing stronger? The building feels tired, as if efforts to stop his anger from reaching the students has taken a physical toll. Sometimes I feel a wave of anger in other parts of the school. The war between Algernon and the school manifests such that whenever I feel his anger, I soon feel a wave of reassurance, as if the school is doing its part to rectify the problem. But it grows tired, and he consolidates his strength. They wage a silent battle. At times, the hallways will fill with a gray mist before the light will fill the space, causing the mist to disperse. Several students have reported dreams of an angry man whose face they cannot see. Helena, James, and I have been discussing what we can do, and we intend to rectify the situation tonight. It is the anniversary of Algernon's death, and we believe that this date will hold special significance. I loved my brother but now we must banish his spirit for everyone's safety. Entry dated November 15th, 1899.
I have not been able to gather the courage to write until today. Our attempt to banish Algernon has been only partially successful. He is contained to the basement, which I would say is better than before, but the banishment came at quite a terrible cost. Algernon has murdered James. James volunteered to lead our efforts to banish Algernon because he had knowledge of ecclesiastical Latin and believed that this knowledge would be useful in the situation. But Algernon's anger was too powerful, and James met a similar end to Algernon, pushed down the stairs, this time by a gust of wind. However, he survived long enough to say some words in Latin and to assure us that Algernon was contained to the basement. I cannot look at Helena, though she insists this wasn't my fault. I have cost her and Elizabeth so much, and I will never forgive myself. Note from Helena Reeve to Lucy Hobbs, dated November 20th, 1899. Lucy, please do not abandon me. Please do not leave me alone in my grief. I cannot lose you too. A.G. Plume Commentary. There is no reply, but there is a hydrangea blossom pressed with the note. How is the lock to the basement gone? Billy, where is everyone? Hiding? There was a decision to play a game. So everyone just went to play hide and seek? The basement lock is gone. This is dangerous. Sardines. What? They're playing sardines. Meaning everyone could be down in the basement. Come with me. We need to get everyone up here. Now. Turn on the light. Any chance the bulb is just burnt out? In this basement? Give no. me a second. I, I got a flashlight on my phone. AG? Yeah? Was there a giant hole in the floor when you were down here last? No. I hate to be the bearer of bad architectural news, but there is now. Don't get too close. Hand me the flashlight. Be careful. What do you see? It... it it's a staircase. It looks like there's a trap door that has been open. Here's what we're going to do. I want you to sit on top of the open trap door. I can't have it closing on me down here. I'm going to explore the stairs very carefully. 
shouldn't we wait to get someone to inspect them? This is rather risky. Someone could be down there. Okay, confirm that no one is down there, and then get back up here. The stairs are solid. Do you see anyone down there? I don't see signs of anyone, but the sub-basement is much bigger than I thought. Ellis East Elementary Walkthrough, May 18th. There is a grand piano at the front of the room, as well as a line of xylophones in different sizes. There are some drums and a box of various instruments. I see a few recorders, a set of cymbals, and some maracas. There is also a box beside the piano labeled Sheet Music. It is, in fact, full of sheet music. The room is otherwise empty. The cabinet doors are all open, with nothing inside any of them. The shelves are lined with contact paper, this time with a musical pattern. The piano bench is pushed in underneath the piano. The keys are covered. There are several pieces of sheet music on the piano's music desk. They mostly appear to be from an elementary school musical that is the theatrical adaptation of Old MacDonald's Farm, though there are assorted other pieces of music typical of an elementary school classroom as well. On the back of a piano arrangement of Silent Night is a gel pen drawing of two parallel vertical lines. The next logical place to go is the library, but I think I'll wait on that and instead continue to the room on the other side, Classroom 3B. Lavender Evening Fog is a fiction podcast. This episode was written by Victoria Dickman Burnett, direction and script supervision by Ben Baird, produced, mixed, and edited by Nick Federinko, with additional editing by Victoria Dickman Burnett. Executive producers are Ben Baird and Victoria Dickman Burnett. The voice of Anna Georgina Plume is Victoria Dickman Burnett. The voice of Billy is Nick Federinko. The voice of Mayor Duncan Plume is David German. The voice of Sophia the Gate Lady is Amy Yap. The voice of Principal Alexander Dijon is Danny Huring. The voice of Carousel Darrell is Tony Barrett. The voice of Sam the Barista is Trinity Shia. The voice of Mr. Zaffer is Ben Baird. The voices of our additional guests were Keith Hurd, whose character is named Sloane, even though that never came up, and Jen Park, who I'm certain you will hear again soon. Milk Duds and the Fancy Men are John Bertke on drums, Sky White on keys, and Nick Federinko for all additional instrumentation and vocals. The song you heard, Mild Fame, was also written by Nick. The Lavender Evening Fog logo was designed by Allison Dickman, and Ms. Bitey, our carousel opossum, was designed by Matt Lowe. This episode is brought to you by a voice from the distant past. This episode pairs well with Kappa Matcha from Windigo Tea. We love Windigo Tea. This is not a paid promotion, but we have linked them in our show notes because you should check them out. Windigo Tea is run by Sky White, whose name you might remember from a minute ago as the keyboardist for Milk Duds and the Fancy Man, or from the real-world band that actually exists, Foxy Shazam. 
After the credits, stay tuned for a promo from our friends at Mix Bad Luck Podcast, an audio drama about a sarcastic NB, their friends, and their constant bad luck. Give them a listen. go wrong in a month. 31 days, 744 hours. Less than that if you have a decent sleep schedule, but I've yet to meet anyone who does, so I'm gonna assume you all to be insomniacs or solar-powered robots until proven otherwise. Does anyone actually leave their house before 8pm anymore? I'm not leaving beforehand to check, so that can remain a mystery for now. I'd argue 8pm is a world-known time to collect energy drinks and any source of caffeine before settling down and pretending to do those papers due last month. But that's beside the point. Talking to the cat doesn't count as therapy, you know. No, but he's a good listener. I don't blame you. It's been a long month. You ready to put an end to it, Micah? As ready as I'll ever be. Then lead the way, Mixed Bad Luck. We've got a curse to stop. What's the worst that could happen? Famous last words, Salem. Famous last words. Hurry up, guys, or I'm leaving without you. Time's up. Let's go before Bailey starts messing with things he shouldn't. What could go wrong in a month? Spoiler alert, the answer's a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Stream Mixed Bad Luck wherever you listen to podcasts, and join us on our journey to find the good luck amongst the bad. <laughs>